Hello, today is day 24 of the Daily New Testament, fourth quarter, and we are continuing on in the book of John, going over John chapter 4. So Jesus talks with the Samaritan woman. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees has heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus that was was baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called uh, Zakar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? And his disciples, or sorry, in parentheses, it says, His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. And Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that ask you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his flock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I don't have to get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands, and the man now you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that this place is where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will Worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, uh, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Just then the disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want, or why are you talking to her? When Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of town and made her 
way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now, as one who reaps, draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, so the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So the Samaritans came to him. They urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his word, many became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. After two days left for Galilee, Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honor in his own town. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, for they also had been there. Once more he visited Cana and Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine, and there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick in Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Unless you people see the signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus said, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on his way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When the father realized what was the exact time uh, Jesus had said to him, your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. This was the second sign from Jesus, or the second sign Jesus performed after coming to Judea for, to Galilee. Father, thank you for today. Thank you that Jesus' disciples wrote down all of these experiences and put them into the Bible for us. And thank you that John did it in such a way that it's a little bit easier for those of us who aren't, um, I guess, who are Gentiles, who are able to understand it a little bit better and to see from a different perspective. I ask that we be like the woman at the well who recognized that Jesus could see her heart and see what she has done. And she saw also that he was able to give her living water and was thirsty for it. And asked him for it. Help us to be like her. Help us to have a faith that doesn't take much 
um, I mean, com- when you compare her her story to a lot of others where people like saw Jesus raising people from the dead or healing, I mean, it, it seems like it would be easier to believe seeing some miraculous signs. But with her, it was just him talking to her and giving her a little bit of a experience of heart. And she, she believed, and not only did she believe, she went out and told everyone in town about him and others believed because of her. So I asked that, uh, with little faith, we're able to listen and believe, or I guess that could be considered great faith, depending on how you look at it, that we desire to have his living water be able to worship Jesus in spirit and in truth, and that we also are willing and able to go out and tell everyone about it. And then also where the official who came running to Jesus for his son that was sick, help us to be looking for you, Jesus, and to come running to you with people in our lives that we care about that are sick because you said you weren't you didn't come for the healthy but you came for the sick and i mean yes sick physically but also sick spiritually people that need you help us to come running to you in prayer for them and then when we have our answer from you help us not to doubt it but to depart our way from you and go about on whatever task you've given us so that we're, you know, that we have the faith to believe that what you said is true and it will come to pass. Help us to be like you, Jesus, and our food not be physical food, but to be uh, your, your spoken word and being obedient to your word and what you've asked us to do. Thank you for that perfect example. Thank you for showing us what love really is, obedience, sacrifice. Help us to focus on that and help us to follow through with it. And I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.